we were in negotiations for investing in real estate. They're winning, they're making money. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Educators Podcast, where we provide the education you can build on. I am your host, Kevin Amalsh. This podcast is unlike anything that I've seen in that we not only focus on real estate investors, but we focus on the content behind that. So if you're looking to market to real estate investors, uh, you're, real, you're a realtor, you're a lender, you're an attorney, and you want a real estate investor client, or if you're a real estate investor, this is the podcast for you. I am so excited to be wrapping up season numero uno. So season one is a wrap, and I wanted to do a quick solo episode here to recap what my experience was for season number one of the Real Estate Educators podcast. So it's interesting that we've had, it's gone so fast. We've had 33 episodes and 32 of those have been guests with guest appearances. And I gotta tell you, I've learned so much from the guests that we've had on the show. I feel very blessed and lucky to have um, met so many people and then they agreed to come onto the show and, and share 30, 45, sometimes even one hour of their time with me talking real estate, talking about their life, their deals. And we got to talk about how they use education um, in their business to generate business. So we do definitely try to touch on that in every single episode. I want to go through, um, recap each of the episodes. I'll go quick here, but I think this would be a good summary for you to decide, hey, if you missed one, do you want to go back and listen to it? So some of the key takeaways that I've had um, from each of the episodes. So um, Anthony Virch, gosh, he's, uh, he's one of my good friends. So if you watch that episode, you know that we're pals and we get to hang out together outside of work for sure. When I go out to Minnesota, he sometimes comes out to Denver. Um, but his episode was interesting because he has a, a pretty great story going from blue collar into the investor, uh, business. Um, he says mentorships is what really worked for him. So he spent 25 grand on a mentorship. And I know a lot of people don't like that. Like you can get all the information you need to be successful without spending that kind of money on a mentorship program. But it's what Anthony needed to get over the hump and, and to take his business to the next level. So he recommended uh, doing a mentorship program if you can. Um, and it's, he said something funny in that episode. He's like, uh, yeah, I wanted to do a deal after, after I got into this mentorship program, but I had no money because I just spent 25 grand on the mentorship. But hey, he, he figured it out and now he's doing super, super well. Um, he says you have to learn how to trust your team. So specifically contractors, you got to hire good quality contractors and then you have to trust them. Um, and then you are only successful when you can help more people be successful. So that's what he's done with his real estate investment group. Um, he's really focused on adding value to his members and not focused on his own self. But what has happened because of that is a tremendous amount of loyalty and deal flow or lead flow to him. So great episode with Anthony, my good pal. Um, Troy Miller was next. Troy is a, he runs a very successful association, uh, real estate investor association in Colorado. They're up and down the front range. Um, so that association is called ICOR, I-C-O-R. And it's the only one in Colorado that's a member of the National Association. So I got to, got to meet him. Well, I've met him 11 years ago, I think. And, and we've done quite a bit together. And I got to learn a lot about him in this episode. So I really enjoyed that. 
Um, he says he his success, very much like Anthony, comes from his abundance mentality. And that's something I've learned um, from, or a lot of the guests share that. So he thinks if you have a real abundance mentality, there's definitely enough to go around. It, it gets rid of or minimizes that competitive um, environment and it helps you to be more successful. Um, we talked a lot about being a lot about the benefits of being part of an association. So uh, I'm sort of on the fence with Anthony's advice about joining a mentorship program, but I am not on the fence with this one. I, I 100% believe that every investor should be a part of a group. So whether it's an association, like Trey would, would say an association is for professionals, groups are for hobbyists. Um, I don't know if I agree with that, but I do agree that everyone should be part of some group. So for people in Colorado, um, i is a fantastic option for them. Uh, Jeremy Lampert, uh, I love, love this guy, man. Just the way he talks, he's just so real and raw and you can learn so much from him. Um, he believes that real estate, uh, in real estate and wants to sell something he believes in. So that's why he got into it. Um, what he loves most about real estate is the people. That's another common theme that I heard from many, many of our guests. Um, and he brought up charities and some of the things that real estate has been able to provide in his life and, and people he knows, their life. And charity was a big one. What, you're, what are you able to do once you hit that freedom that you're looking for? And for a lot of people, they're not, they're not hitting that freedom unless they're able to contribute to charities. Um, so that was very interesting, and it, it's, a, it's a definitely a good motive to help you be successful. Um, he says, to be successful in real estate, you need ethic and heart, work ethic and heart. Uh, Becca was next. Um, I've known Becca for quite some time, too. So you could see in the very beginning of this season, I was a lot of my friends, a lot of the people that I interact with you know, frequently, not just necessarily in business. Um, but she is so fun and she's like a little firecracker. She, um, a very successful title gal, but I brought her on because she does all of her marketing through content. So she does some amazing classes and stuff on social media and she really targets that real estate investor. So I got to learn a lot about how she was able to be successful starting out, handing out granola bars. And now all of a sudden doing classes where she'll get 40, 50, sometimes more people in the classroom. And then she just uses those opportunities to network and, and, provide value. Um, another takeaway that I got from hers was that you really want to have, uh, you want to know what your niche is, what you're good at, and and go ahead and ask for uh, the business. So if someone says, I need this and you provide this, you need to actually ask for that business. So we learn that in marketing all the time. You got to have a call to action. But we're, I think a lot of us struggle, uh, especially someone like me that's an introvert, is is the ask in the sales process. So if you, you're not going to get the business if you don't ask for it. So thank you, Becca, for joining me on, um, on the podcast. Uh, the next was Jared in our office. He's our attorney friend. We love attorneys and he's our COO. Um, so he's just, um, uh, how, how do I say this? He's just full of information. Like you can learn so much from him. Um, he says, you can't have every experience yourself. So masterminds, his advice, masterminds are the way to go. So similar to a group like what Troy and I were talking about, but this is, um, he's talking about Jared's mentioning a mastermind is a much smaller group, and then you could really feed off of each other and learn from other people's experience. And in that episode, we talk a lot about Pine Financial and what we do to be successful. Um, Tim Emery came up next. 
Um, he has he had a true uh, rich dad, a true life rich dad. I had two of those actually this season, two people that have the real life rich dad. So if you know the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you'll know what I'm talking about there. Um, we talked a lot about 2008 and how hard that was on him and how hard that was on me and just trying to survive that time. You know, if you don't know, that was a that was a very difficult time for real estate investors. And I got to tell you, there's not a lot of us left after that. Um, most gurus out there and most people that you talk to that are investing in real estate, they did not live through that. So when you find one, um, then you know that they really do have some experience. So thank you, Tim, for that. Um, and he says, you just do what it takes. Um, and he says, be prepared. I mean, I think I, I wrote this down, be prepared, because we don't really know what's coming. And of course, that comes from someone that lived through 2008. So they know to be a bit more cautious. Uh, Matt Jones, another pal, another buddy, he's out in Minnesota. Uh, we get to hang out once a year, although he's moving, so I'm not going to be able to see him quite as often. But yeah, I love Matt. Um, he got into to real estate because he just he wanted to, to retire. And he, what he was realizing is that um, he's not going to be able to do it in the current grind. So he was looking for a, a way out, basically. But one thing I, I love about what Matt did, he's so creative. So he went look, he wanted to write a book, which is basically just reviewing other books. And he realized that there was no book about real estate, the book about real estate. Nobody had used that title before. So he took that title and then he just reviewed other people's books, take out the best pieces that he learned from everybody's books and, and put it all into one book. And now he actually is the author of the book about real estate. He wrote the book about real estate. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Thanks, Matt, for coming on. Uh, Joe Massey, another pal, another buddy. We, we get together for drinks or lunch sometimes. And he's my lender. He's the one I go to. He's the one that I refer. Um, I always like to have Joe on because he's so good at the Denver market. And he does understand the macro level as well. But he really digs into the statistics on the Denver side. That's where he's located. Um, but he understands mortgages like nobody's business. So you want to understand why mortgage rates move when, you know, a different direction than what the federal funds rate is doing. Um, he's the guy to talk to about that. Um, so he's done a lot since 2008. And he says, even though he's primarily a lender, um, and he gets all of his business from content marketing classes and webinars and, and podcast appearances and that kind of thing. But um, he's also an investor. And he says, you know what? Don't believe that there's deals out there because then it'll be more for him. But he will tell you there are deals in the MLS if you know what you're looking for. If you know the neighborhood you want and the numbers that uh, make the deal work, when you see one pop up in that target neighborhood, you can make offer immediately. I've purchased several deals just like that because I knew my numbers before I even had to um, take a look at the property. Um, Justin in our office, Justin Cooper, um, he took us way, way back in Pine from the very beginning. So he's our most, other than Kim, he's our most tenured person in the company. So uh, we had a lot of fun going back and forth about the good old days back, you know, 2009 and 10 and, and how we got this whole thing going off the ground. The plane's going now, but it took a lot of work and effort to get that plane off the ground. And, and he was right there in the trenches. So that might be a great episode to listen to if you want to learn more about the history of Pine Financial from, you know, from someone who was in it. Um, Mike Jake, a good friend down in Colorado Springs, um, you know, he might be the most prolific single family home um, investor I know. Like multiple hundred, like hundreds of houses 
um, in a portfolio at one time. And thousands of deals under his belt and all single family. He does a lot of subject to and owner finance type of stuff. He gets real creative using his IRAs and trading with other people's IRAs and partnering on transactions. So we kind of dig a little bit into how some of those deals are structured and how he's been able to have success with that. Um, and he, he does work with his wife. So that's, that was interesting because not a lot of people do that. Uh, Matt Pilmore, someone I've traveled to different parts of the world with. So him and I go way back and we could just sit in a hot tub or sit in a, a, a lot, like a chair on the beach and just freaking talk business for hours. And I just absorb so much from him. So he's like the cash flow king. He understands credit and cash flow like nobody I know. So he he does some coaching, some financial coaching, but he he's not one of these, oh, you got to stick to a budget, guys, because he knows that doesn't work. So he says, well, how do we structure a scenario where you don't have to be in this strict, tight budget, but you still come out ahead? You're still um, you're still saving money. You're still paying off debt. You're still accomplishing the goals that you want. And he is an absolute whiz at that. Oh, yeah, we talked about, I'm looking at my notes here, we talked about his $35,000 per year income from one property that he has $0 into. Um, so I thought that was a really fun story to learn how you can create some income from real estate without your own money, something that I have a lot of passion for, as many of you know. The Real Estate Educators Podcast is brought to you by Pine Financial Group. Pine Financial Group is a private lender specializing in value-add bridge lending for real estate investors. This is accomplished by raising private money from individual investors and lending that money out in short-term real estate loans. Pine operates one of the coolest public mortgage funds on the market because it brings consistency and security to your investment portfolio without giving up on returns. The fund pays its investors a flat 8% return with monthly distributions. There is a low minimum investment and no lockup period. That's right. You can request all of your money back at any time without any fees. Diversify your portfolio out of Wall Street and into Main Street with the Pine Financial Group Public Fund, PFG Fund 5. Find out more at pinefinancialgroup.com. That's pinefinancialgroup.com. Uh, BloomQuest, Sean, he's also a, a tenured Pine guy. Um, he says you can create your dream life, but you can also get burned. So his advice is just be careful with who you're putting on your team. Um, obviously, he works for Pine, so he says put Pine on your team, but um, definitely do your diligence on anybody that you're going to put on your team. Um, and we, we talk a lot about Pine and, and the different classes that we do out in Minnesota. He's our Minnesota guy. Um, Jim Edenfield works with Tim Emery. So him and I talked about how real estate creates freedom for you. Um, and he, he runs a little tiny group. Not a little tiny group. I shouldn't have said that. He runs a little group out here. Um, tiny compared to some of the other real estate groups. But the good thing about that is it's really intimate and everybody's like, it's like a family. And, and he'll even say that to you, like, this group is my family. So he cares deeply for that group and he wants to see everybody in that group um, successful. In fact, of all the association um, leaders or group owners that I've talked with this season, he's the one that has the most passion for his members' success. Um, so I thought, and his group is RIG, R-I-G. 
Um, so maybe that's a good one to look at too if you're looking for something a little bit more small and intimate and someone that can really hold your hand. Um, I think that might be a good one. Um, Todd Dexheimer, he's also out in Minnesota. Um, he has a very interesting story because he's, he spent just as much time in college as he did in his career he went to col college for. Um, so about equal time school to actual working in the profession and then he got into real estate um, and he just loves it. He's a big apartment syndicator and he's done really well. Um, he does a, a, one of the top podcasts on um, you know, pod, uh, podcast sites like Apple. I think he's in the top two or three percent. So we, we learn a lot from Todd on how podcasting can help generate business if you're looking for that from real estate investors. Um, next was Brandon McKnight, another Pine Financial. See, we brought in our whole team to help get the season started. So we talked about to Brandon about his background um, and why he's the best fit to help lead this business, this company. Um, we talked about the feedback that he gets from our investors and how, how to overcome that and how cold calling, how you can get confidence in cold calling if you're out there calling sellers. Um, Jason Muth was an uh, uh, interesting story because he won part of his down payment on his very first house gambling. Now, he did not say go out and gamble for your down payment. That is not the advice. I just thought that was a fun story. Um, and he believes that, um, uh, what does he say here? He does a lot of short-term. He loves podcasting because it helps him nail down um, his credibility. That was the big thing that I took from that. He's not getting any money from his podcast, but he too has a successful podcast, which he uses primarily for credibility. Um, Martin, gosh darn, this, this might be, no offense to any of the other guests because they've all been phenomenal, but Martin really, uh, I think, was my favorite one. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would go do that because him and I go pretty deep and we get off of real estate and we start talking about like real life stuff like parenting and how we how do we make our kids like not spoiled and how do we have help them grow up with values and man martin i just really love that i'm I, i'd like to have you back on because i i am i really really enjoyed that conversation um he says that you want to do uh, people do their research so you want to put positive stuff out on the internet that's why he does um you know his podcast and that kind of thing uh, Scott Kraft, another pine guy, one of the newer LOs. We got a couple of those between him and Howie. So they were both on and Scott's interesting because he had a very specific niche in his real estate investing and he could, he could take down deals and profit from them that nobody else wants. So if you want to learn how to do that, that would be a good episode to listen to. And then Howie, for all you beginning real estate investors out there, he was great because he's brand new. Like he literally didn't know anything about real estate investing, um, came to start working at Pine. And now he's, he's like really smart. He understands what's going on in the industry. Um, he's doing his very first fix and flip. So we talked a little bit about that. Um, and it is just his journey into uh, being a, a real estate investor and helping real estate investors. Um, Jeff um, Kinkle, he talked, he's a financial planner and he talked a lot about his book and his Freedom Day, he coined the term. So the Freedom Day is, is what it sounds like. It's when, you're, when you reach that day where you, you have the total freedom, which is what we're all here to do. And he has an eight step process to get you there. 
Uh, Mike Jack, uh, one of the smartest guys I know, he's very good with statistics and economic news. And I'm really going to try hard, guys, to have him back on on a quarterly basis to give us updates on the Twin Cities markets. Um, we want to do some kind of ec economic updates out there, and I think he's definitely the one to do it. Um, he too went through 2008. So we talked a lot about the scars from 2008 and what we learned and how do we get better and grow and, and be more successful. Um, Lonnie, he's, he's like Mike, except for he's in Denver. So he's, uh, he's definitely a stats guy. So he loves his statistics. Um, and he challenged me before he got on the show. He says, I bet you I have a story about the worst tenant experience ever. It will be yours or any of your listeners' stories. And I saw so I'm like, oh, I got, a, I got some good ones. So uh, I'm going to take you on that challenge. And, and you know what? He won. He definitely won. He has the worst tenant experience in the history of tenant that I've heard. And the fascinating thing is he actually acquired a son out of that whole experience. So, yeah, you heard me right. He, he acquired a son out of his eviction story. Um, so check out Lonnie when you get a chance. He's, also, he's in Colorado, and he's just a, a super smart guy. He does a lot of uh, classes, and he, he focuses on real estate agents. Um, but obviously, a lot of investors go to those classes as well. So he's got a lot of investor clients as well. Um, he's a mortgage broker. Uh, Gary Wilson, I loved Gary, what he said about um, his goals and how to accomplish his goals. He says, first values, values then goals. That's when you know you're talking to a good dude uh, when they say something like that. Um, we went kind of deep in this episode too. I remember some of the things we were talking about and how how to avoid um, mistakes and how to trust in the, the universe and faith and all of that. And um, he says, faith and action are crucial to your success. Do you, so do you believe and are you taking the action? And another thing I liked what he said is when he's working with his clients or customers, he says, give them what they want and then give them what they need. Because um, oftentimes those are not the same thing. Uh, Leo, whoo, Leo Chen, he's a smart guy. So this one, I have to go back and listen to a few more times because quite frankly, Leo went over my head a little bit. I gotta be honest with you. Um, he's definitely a real estate guy, but he's also a tech guy. So we went into a lot of detail about CRMs and AI and different things that he's using to generate leads and business from real estate investors. So really, if you're, you're listening to this podcast to get marketing tips and advice on how to attract real estate investors to your business, uh, he is a great one to listen to. And that, again, uh, might be one that you have to listen to a couple times um, because we go kind of fast and, and he just crams so much information into that one. Um, Pamela was next. Um, we love Pamela. She's a very, very successful uh, attorney who focuses on real estate investors as her clients, so her niche. Um, but she's an absolute marketing whiz. So I learned a ton about social media marketing from her. And she's had several videos, guys, go viral. And she can almost predict which ones will go viral. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that conversation because she, she enlightened me a lot on uh, how to use social media. So we're actually going to be starting a TikTok um, because of her. Daniel Martinez, dude, there's no, there's, that's, a, that's a cool dude. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I really enjoyed my time with him. I've been on his podcast twice. He's been on 
the Real Estate Educators podcast once. Um, his niche is land deals and owner financing. So he he acquires with owner financing, he sells with owner finance, he does a lot of super creative things. And he, like Scott, really did find a niche that, that he can excel in and, and that not a lot of people are doing. So I learned a lot from him and I actually am implementing something that I learned from him on my own, one of my own deals. Um, Nick Simpson, um, gosh, that guy, is, he's got a big, big heart. Uh, he talked a lot about working with the cities and trying to um, create win-win situations for the people, the citizens, for the city, and for him as a developer. Um, he made some comments about like how to be in the good graces with the city officials, like even taking them to lunch or coffee, which blew my mind. I never even thought about that. It um, feels like you're bribing them or something, but um, he says, no, you can absolutely do it if it's coming from a good place and you really do want to follow the rules and you really do want to make the city better. Um, they'll listen. So I, I got a lot from him as well. And then finally, Jonathan Green, he had some, he, <laughs> I wrote this down. He has some great advice to take advice from his, his advisors. So that's a mouthful. His advice was to take advice from your advisors, um, which is great advice because, hey, we pay our advisors, we lean on them, and then sometimes we just do our own thing, and it doesn't always end well. So that's exactly what he did. So his advice is if you're going to pay advisors and if you're going to put trusted people on your team and they give you good, solid advice, then you should probably take that advice. Um, and he felt very strongly that you got you to gotta treat real estate as a business. So your Tenants are your customers. So you got to treat them well. So I think that's everybody. I hope I didn't miss anybody there, but there's a lot to unpack there. Um, hopefully you could take what I just said, the summaries of everybody, go back and listen to the ones that you really want to check out. Um, they're all fantastic. These are great, great people. Um, so overall, the, all the guests agree that, um, um, spoiler alert, they all agree that you have to add value to people. That's how you're going to attract business. So you're doing your classes, you're doing your podcasts, what we're doing right here, we're trying to add value, we're trying to make you better. And by making you better, we're hoping to improve um, what, what we're trying to accomplish. So focus on value add to your people first. They all agreed on that. Um, anytime is the right time to buy. So a lot of people are freaking out. Don't buy right now. Well, uh, none of, nobody would say that. Not one guest would say that. They all said, if you're finding the right deal, any market's okay to buy. So they're yeah, absolutely. You could be in acquisition mode right now. Um, real estate creates freedom. We all probably know that. Um, the people in the business are the best people in the world. And I couldn't agree more. My closest friends I made from this business. So, you know, a lot of people and look, I was in the military for a while. So I was like living and dying with these people. And, and we were living in the barracks and, and, um, and that's that that will will bind you together. Right. But I somehow I just started losing touch with, with all my, my military brothers. And, and now it's just like I'm surrounded by real estate investors. And they, I really do believe that they are the best people in the world. I, I love my core group of friends. Um, and I wouldn't have had that if I didn't have real estate as my career. Um, and then they all agree, and this one's another obvious one, but I'm going to say it anyways, they believe in self-development. So you got to constantly be um, investing in yourself if you want to be successful. So we had a lot of fun this season. We got to promote the Fund Your Flip uh, book. That's my second book. Went on Amazon, made it to the number one spot in all of real estate on Amazon. Super stoked about that. And this podcast helped us promote the book. Got to hang out with a lot of cool friends. We did a live podcast, which was very intimidating, I must say, at one of our um, meetups. And yeah, we just streamed the, the, the podcast live right there in the bar. 
Um, and that was a, a panel of experts on exit strategies. So uh, what kind of strategy should we be looking at right now? Now, short-term, mid-term rentals, fix and flips, wholesaling, like what's the best strategies? So that was a that was an interesting one. Um, probably try that again, but it, it, it was uh, more challenging than I expected. Um, so now looking ahead, we are going to be doing maybe three, I think, of the top podcasts that I've been a guest on, and we're going to post those on the Real Estate Educators podcast. So you could hear a little bit of, uh, you know, a little taste of some of the podcasts that I've been on, and then we're going to open up season two. Season two opens up on January 3rd. I'm so super excited about that. I'll probably jump back on and do another solo one near the end of December or in January to get you pumped up for season two, but I'm really looking forward to it. I I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy doing the podcast quite candidly. Um, I think it's a good thing to do for business and marketing and all that. But I got to say, it's been a a ton of fun. I got to meet a lot of great people. The biggest value is just spending, you know, 45 minutes or an hour with somebody that you really look up to and can really teach you a lot. So been a great season. Um, uh, I I guess that's going to be a wrap. So we'll see you on season two, January 3rd, 2024. Merry Christmas, happy holidays and happy new year. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you did, please be sure to follow and leave us a review. Oh yeah, and tell a friend.